Hey everybody, welcome to the Retire with Freedom podcast. I'm Tad Hill alongside my beautiful and talented wife, Tony. This is the show all about achieving financial freedom so you can retire with confidence and accomplish your retirement dreams. Let's get started. As an adult, pretty much all of us started with stories that began like this. I remember when, <laughs> or when I was your age, yeah. or before you were born. We talk, that's kind of the way we speak to, to the younger generation. And our own generation, our own eras, have their own unique characteristics and qualities. Because growing up in the 1940s was very different than when you, if you grew up in the 50s, or the 60s, or the 70s, let alone the 2000s. Mm-hmm. These generational distinctions are what got Pete Townsend, probably prompted him to write the song or to sing the song, My Generation. And one of the famous lyrics is, I hope I die before I get old. <laughs> you know, that's funny. I've thought about that a few times, and I'm like, I bet he's glad that didn't happen. <laughs> right. But, you know, he was young and foolish and sang a song that became hugely popular. So. Right. So that chart-topping song didn't just capture the spirit of the times. I think it pretty well taps into the common perception that different generations sometimes struggle with to understand one another. So no generations alone with that. I think that is a multi-generational song. Yeah, so you know, let's talk about our generation. And actually, uh, we've talked about this before. You are officially a baby boomer, and I'm officially a Gen Xer. Yeah, but that's a that's so a we're, murky we're, we've area. We've got a generation gap in our marriage. <laughs> it's a murky area. I've seen them move those numbers. No, up. it depends on what report you look at as to which one's which. Yeah, yeah we could be on the same <clears throat> side. But uh, yeah, you were born in '64, and I was born in '65, and 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 you one just of the, told everybody how old we are. I, well, that's true. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh well, that's okay. cats out of the bag. It's gone now. So you know. The reality, though, is for retirement planning, the challenge for folks is that we are in that sandwich generation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of folks that are nearing or in retirement age are in that sandwich generation. And the sandwich generation is what you would think. It's we've got aging parents that that may need a lot of attention, maybe even some financial help. Mm -hmm. And we still got children that we are helping financially. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes the kids are still in the house, but a lot of times, and we talk about this, you know, we've got families that we help that are still supporting their grown children that have children. Right. Absolutely. For different reasons. Mm -hmm. And so that makes it tough. So just to elaborate on that and put some numbers to that, Tad, there was a think tank in D.C. that said 47. There's actually a think tank in D.C. (laughs) I didn't say what. We didn't qualify. Okay, this is not a political show. (laughs) But anyway, this think tank in D.C., (laughs) they were doing this, the Pew Pew Research Center, if you really want to know what the think tank is called. Okay, I'm glad to know that. Anyway, these are some of the findings that they've had when they do these these studies. But 47% of adults ages between the ages of 40 and 59 had a living parent over the age of 65 and were either raising at least one child under the age of 18 and were helping one adult child over the age of 18 financially. So think about all of that going on. And we see this every day. I mean, we see this a lot. You know, you've got an older parent that you are needing to help with your time and money, either or or both. And then you've got a younger child. Maybe you had some children, you know, a child later in life that's under the age of 18, still in the house, still Mm -hmm. maybe in high school. So, of course, you're still helping them with your time and money. And then 
you've got some child that maybe is already out of the house, maybe even has their own family, and maybe still helping them with some of your time and money. Maybe you're helping them out with the kids or different things like that. So think about how much of a burden that is, Tad, I mean, on on a family when they're the the root source of all that financial time and money of all of those different people that are outside of their sphere, really. Well, and particularly if they're trying to figure out how to retire. Right. You know, if somebody's a few years away from retirement and trying to figure that out, I sat down with a couple and we were doing our lifestyle analysis. And we talk about this a lot because most people really don't nail down what it's going to require for them to retire in terms of how much they're going to need to take from their savings every year. Uh, most folks add up their bills and they throw in a little bit of a fudge factor and and that's what they assume. But when they go through our lifestyle analysis, which is a proprietary process that we take people through, I can't describe it on the air, but it really nails all this down. It makes sure we're leaving no stone unturned. And, and what was happening with them is that they were still assisting their adult children, but they weren't including that in what they were going to need in retirement. Right. And so once we went through our analysis and we uncovered this, I said, well, so is that going to change? And they said, well, it's going to have to. I said, okay, well, so you've had conversations with your daughter. It was, a, it was a daughter. You've had conversations with your daughter about this. Well, not yet, mm-hmm. but she's got to know it's coming. Well, no, if you're not talking to, to your family about <laughs> right. this, because the thing about it is, is a lot of adult children, uh, you know, your children that are adults, can't get jobs or lost their jobs or they're taking a lesser paying job, something mm-hmm. to just kind of get there and it's just not covering the family. Would you like to see if Freedom Financial Group and you and your family might be a good fit to work together on your retirement plan? Schedule a 15-minute discovery call with us at askfreedomfinancial.com. That's askfreedomfinancial.com. And we'll cover any questions you have, explain the Retire with Freedom process, and outline where we can or perhaps can't help you with your situation. Again, you can book your call at askfreedomfinancial.com. That's askfreedomfinancial.com by clicking the link in the description of today's episode. Now, here's some other sobering statistics, Tad, we were talking about, you know, maybe that the the children, the kids, the adult children are still on the payroll, and here may be some of the reasons why. So, like in, in 2010, young adults were employed at the lowest level since 1948, when employment first it started being collected. That's I mean, amazing. Yeah, isn't it amazing? So, you don't think about it, because... Because in the news, you hear the economy's improving, it's growing, but it's growing very slowly. And it is definitely affecting those kind of millennials trying to get jobs and really trying to, you know, step up in their careers and professions and support their lifestyle, and especially if they've got families. So this is what spurs on some of the sandwich generation situations. And let me say this, the people that are the most likely to have to be able to foot the bill there are adults that are earning more than $100,000 of income. They're more likely to be the ones than the than the ones that are less affluent. And also married couples tend to be the ones that end up having to support the older parents and the kids still than somebody that's unmarried. So, I mean, you know. You know oh, that's I, I had a, a family that was in here not too long ago, and he was talking about his siblings and the fact that his his mom is is in her late 80s and she's still in good health and is likely to live for, a, you know, many good years long. to come. Mm-hmm. And they are supporting her, 
because they're the ones that have some money. And isn't that, I mean, so the folks that come in here, you know, the ones that actually come in here are the responsible ones that have saved and, you know, done without or whatever and made those sacrifices. And unfortunately, they seem to be the ones that are taking the burden for, even if they've got three, four, five siblings, you know, they're really... They either say they just can't step up and help out. They're not in a position to. They live somewhere else, so they can't, you know, they're not here or whatever. But the burden is the burden, whether it's it's an honor to be able to do it. It's still tough and needs to be planned for. A lot of folks are having to help out their parents. We talked earlier about even if there's a lot of siblings involved, some of them can't help. So many of our clients are the ones that the the burden falls to. And if you're going to do that or you're going to help a a grown child, you're going to have to dip into your savings to do it. So if you take money out of a taxable account, like ones that hold shares of a mutual fund, you may have to pay taxes on gains, Mm -hmm. short or long term, depending on how long you've owned the shares. That could cause you to jump tax brackets. You're taking money out of a traditional IRA before 59 and a half, Uh, you're going to have not only a tax tax. implication, but a 10% penalty. Right. And then that can put you in a tire. And that can put you in a higher tax bracket. One thing to let people know about if you're between 55 and 59 and a half and you need to take money out of a plan, if it's a 401k that is still with the company that that you invested it with, uh, you can avoid the 10% penalty. You can take withdrawals. If you've left that company, if you've retired or been terminated, you can take withdrawals without a penalty. So, I strongly encourage you to work with a retirement planner if you're in a situation like that to make sure that all these things are being done correctly, but just to let people know some of the strategies that are available. An early withdrawal from a Roth IRA, there's no tax penalty as long as it's the basis, the contribution that you put in there, not the earnings. However, early withdrawals from accounts like IRAs and 401ks obviously are going to limit your tax-efficient growth potential. Mm -hmm. If you can leave your funds untouched over time, then obviously that's going to be better right. than having to pull from it. Because so, you're robbing your future, your lot, future savings. Yeah, and yeah. so a lot of times, you know, we meet with folks who are in a good financial position if they aren't having to help family members. But if they are, and, you know, I think we see more often, wouldn't you say that when, you know, with the with the families that you're helping, wouldn't you say... Uh, that you're seeing them have to help their kids more than their parents in general? Yeah. The ones that I see, that that would be the case. Yeah, that's what I would say most often. But sometimes it's both. And, you know, the other thing that I see a good, a fair amount is that sometimes folks come in and sit down with us and they think that they're going to inherit some money from their parents. And how many times, Tad, would you say that it's – you know, the parents live longer and longer and longer, and their health starts deteriorating, so they need a lot of help, maybe sitters or more medicines or anything yeah. like that. So that that inheritance they thought they were going to get, now it's come into, oh, they may end up having to live with us. I so, mean, not only not going to inherit money, but we may actually have to help them. That nest egg gets eaten through if the parents haven't done retirement planning, which is kind of rare at that generation. Yeah, I, I know that when people tell us that, we're very cautious about counting mm. that in the re- in their retirement plan. I always say that we you know, can't count. The smart count move there is if we end up with it, great. It's gravy. But we we can't build the plan around that happening. No, not because at all. it's just not it's just not certain enough. I mean, I, I've had a, a family they 
Parents- uh, unless there's a life insurance policy and you know what the the death benefit on the life insurance the, policy right so, but i've got i'm working with a family their parents are you know in their mid-80s to they're getting their cognitive you know abilities are limited and it's getting worse but they are physically fine so they're needing a lot of people coming in and things like that they started out with a million and a half that they thought they were going to inherit they are eating through that at a very rapid pace the parents so yeah. it's so you know likely they they'll be lucky if they inherit well, anything I, I, and yeah, not have to help I think the, the mom has, I, I think I know yeah. who you're talking about, the mom has round-the-clock care, right? Yeah, yes. So it's really tough, and those things are very expensive. I mean, that's more and more. And, I mean, you know, a lot of folks can't spend their time doing it all the time. They're trying to work or trying to do something. Well, and do you see, don't you see where sometimes people are having to retire to care for a parent or, or, or choosing to? Yes, not ha- I mean, listen, we've talked about this as if it's some kind of onerous burden. And financially, it can change your game plan. Let's let's be honest about that. But a lot of people are choosing to do it. It is an honor for them. Right. Their parent, They love their parents. They want to take care of them. It doesn't mean that it can be just done with a, hey, let's just on a whim and a thought. we got to really plan it and make sure it's going to work and it's okay. So... Sometimes both of you, one of you needs to work longer so that the other one can do that. I mean, there's there's some nuances to that that really needs to be thought through. Insurance products are offered through the Insurance Business Freedom Financial Group. Freedom Financial Group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Freedom Financial Group are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Freedom Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Freedom Financial Group.